Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! Welcome to this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall. This week, we're going to talk about the first ever EDU drone conference. It was an international conference, and yours truly and Mrs. Schofield was a part of it. We're also going to talk about some amazing artwork the 8th graders completed in terms of their alleles. We're also going to talk about OK Go, one of my favorite bands. It's going to be a great episode. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode 15 of The Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane the STEM Guy. And I'm Mrs. Gofield. It's kind of hard to believe we're already recording episode 15. How does it feel, partner? It feels pretty awesome. We've had quite the journey to get here. And you know, like... I don't know if you ever accidentally, I accidentally sometimes hit our first, like some of the earlier pods that we did, episodes, and uh, we've got a lot better. We have, and that's something that, you know, we're always trying to grow, get better, get people excited about it, and we were looking at our analytics. Still, we've only hit England and Ireland on our international audience, but the cool thing is we've already hit 360 downloads, which is pretty impressive in the last three months where... We thought it might just be me and you listening to this, but I always love going back. And, you know, this is like the ultimate portfolio of our of our lives and, and what we're doing in the classroom. I would totally agree. I think it's awesome. Yeah, and we definitely didn't download it 360 times. <laughs> I know. A lot of people might think that, but that, that would be a lot of downloads. Yeah. And uh, so pretty cool number that we're hitting out of the gate there. People are excited. Uh, you just told Mrs. Tebow about it today. She's mm-hmm. like, I don't even know about this podcast. Tell me about it. She got so excited, and she she just subscribed. And Mrs. Tebow's, uh, she's going to be a big fan. So if you're out there listening to Mrs. Tebow, this one's for you. That's right. We dedicate this one to you. All right. As we start out every episode, we always talk about how we nailed it in the last week. So how did you nail it this week, partner? So my nailed it like in a positive way. That, I that was, was Ryan. amazing, and I thought oh. that was Ryan too. That was Lightning McQueen. <laughs> we had we had a robot just go to sleep as we were recorded. <laughs> when, when, when I told Ryan not to turn on that robot, hopefully uh, the game picked that up because. Uh, oh my gosh, that was amazing! I'm surprised, and I'm surprised you didn't get scared. Usually everything scares it you. It does usually <laughs> scare me. I thought it was Ryan, that I can understand how he could throw his voice like that. It was like, it was was like a grown man in here. It was, you know? and I also thought like my story isn't even that boring because I haven't even started it. It's so rude. <laughs> but anyway, so lightning. Okay. Uh, we, we, we keep it going. We yeah, keep, no we, cuts. Yeah. No Did cuts. you see I didn't once, even try and cut it this you, time? You didn't. Like once I we just, start recording, this is what, what goes on. People yeah. checking the fire extinguishers, lightning McQueen going to sleep, people yeah. knocking at the door. That's right. We, we, we do it live. That's right. So my nailed it, I would say, you know, I had a, uh, I had a really odd experience this weekend. Um, I mentioned a little bit of it too. So on Friday, I went to go check out um, First Fridays in Phoenix. And it's something that I've been dying to do for the longest time since we've lived here. And it's like where a portion of the streets in Phoenix, again, I'm not even exactly sure how many streets or which streets, but um, they close them off and then they have a bunch of local artists come down. So that's musicians and performers and like, cause there were a bunch of dance crews and then, um, painters and things like that. And then they just set up booths and they have food trucks. And so it was really, really cool. And so, um, my husband and I went down there and then we went into this restaurant that was kind of open air and I don't know, I just was like, Oh, this seems cool. So we went in, but it was packed. And so then I just thought like, oh, I don't know if I want to stay here. You know, I didn't really feel like waiting in line, but you know, I just kind of stuck with it. And then it's like common space. So like you sit down at picnic tables with other people and it was packed. And so I went to go sit at this one table that had a bunch of openings and I literally sat down and the guy was like, I'm saving this whole table. I'm like, okay, this is super awkward. So I <laughs> get my stuff and I'm like, you know, trying to find something else. It was like, you know, like mean girls in the cafeteria. And then, um, so I just kind of wandered out and then I found this one picnic table and like the only spots were like in between these other people, like two other couples. And so I'm like, well, whatever, you know, to, you know, I guess when in Rome. So I sat down and the people next to me, you know, I don't have any tattoos. Uh, you don't have any, do you? Just those angel wings yeah. in the back. <laughs> so, um, 
Anyway, so they have these tattoos that were like beautiful. They were very vibrant, colored. And I'm just always fascinated because there's a, a wide range of tattoos in the world. Some are really bad and some are really sad looking. And then there's these ones that are like works of art. And so I just was like, I think I'm just going to talk to them. And so I just started talking to them and very much like my dad would have done. And so I actually was thinking like, well, if my dad was here, you know, he would, and I don't have a problem talking to him, but it felt bad. So I was, you know, they're probably on whatever, out on a date or whatever. So, but still, so I started talking to them and come to find out they're traveling all over the U.S. and then they're going to go into um, other countries and they're retired and they're like around 50 years old. And so they're like, we retired really young and, you know, I worked really hard in my job. It was very dangerous. And now this is what I do like to balance it. And we're like, well, what did you do? And he was a police officer and he was a police officer in Colorado Springs, which is where my brother Shondor lived and where he was Great a police name. officer. Great yeah. name. Well, and actually his wife was something that like a front desk person and she said you know your brother's name is like so commanding for like an officer to it's like Shondor you know and it was a hilarious what, they, what does Shondor mean <laughs> well I don't know what it means but I know it what? has a you grew up with this guy and you don't even know what the name Shondor means I don't because like I don't know that Hungarian names translate to something like um, I like I know what the American version of Shondor is, but I don't know what his name means, like its meaning like that. Now, going off track a little bit here, did he have any nicknames growing up? Do they like shorten it to Sean? Do no. they call him Dor? Uh, his, He's always his been wife's Sean family Dor. calls him Dor. I call him Shawnee. Well, I, Shawnee. Call, I call him Shawnee Bonnie, actually. But she, Shawnee she Bonnie? Like, yeah, it's because that's what his sister does. Sounds it's like just, a story there. It, yeah, no, I just literally made that name up, and I've always called him that. And then mostly he just went by Bones because he was completely Great this name. tiny little Great skeleton name. guy. Gay, <laughs> okay, gay, all right, yeah. now, now it's losing <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, okay. so anyway, so Shawnee. Oh. Uh, he, um, Shawnee Bonnie. Shawnee Bonnie. Bones, he, yeah, Sean Dor. That's right. He, so anyway, they knew him. Not only did they know him, but it was this was one of his training officers and he knew him you know like very uh, in a positive way which is good because that could have been super awkward and we ended up like talking to them for like an hour and a half or something like so cool and the wife um, for the military her job was to decode uh, Morse code and so that's what she did and I was talking to her about the Moxie girls and she's like I would love to come in and talk to the girls in person like we're only here through January but I'll come in you know here's my cell phone number and then her daughter does this thing or she just switched her job but what her other job was is they would basically like if there was like a big ambush or something in the military like something happened and like somebody died they would like bring a finger to her and they'd be like identify this person and like you just had that and you had to like problem it's solve like NCIS. yes it's fascinating so her daughter is this crazy awesome person as well and so it was just really cool and like just having that conversation about like moxie and like what they um bring to the table and then the guy was talking about how how pause like every female cop he's ever known has been like just the top you know kind of person because they can do they can think in a different way and so he's like they actually make some of the best cops I've ever you know known um, but he's like they're way underrepresented and it was just very interesting so <laughs> that was crazy cool and if I hadn't like you know put myself in that awkward position which you know is, is not super awkward for me but I also didn't want to ruin somebody's night so well you got booted from that one table I so did it, and it was it, meant to be and it's probably your dad watching over you and you know doing doing the total Emory thing there where you just sat down and started talking to people and you think about what what a crazy small world that is it and, is uh, talk about a great way to end your week there well and they don't even live here and they just happened they weren't even going there they were going to this place around the corner like down the street but because of this first Friday that they didn't know about all the streets were closed and so they couldn't get to where they wanted so they're like ah, oh, well let's just see where we where we end up and they just happened to go like but that's not where they went to go so it was just really interesting I'm surprised you didn't invite him over to your house no that's crossing the line but I did get her cell phone number so oh yeah, your, your dad would have done that yeah though. he would have he would have easily <laughs> done himself he'd been there he they'd have been in his Christmas card but yeah and then my other part was my not so awesome is in my quest to clean out my my house 
you know, yesterday. And I had all of these, when I did mixtures with the kids last year, I've been hoarding, because you know, we never throw anything away, um, these mixtures. And it was like rice and popcorn kernels and beans and all these things. But I threw a bunch of change in there. And I'm like, well, I don't want to throw those. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to part with the mixtures, but I don't want to throw those away. But I didn't have a good way to sort it. So I was just with my hand, like sorting. And I accidentally knocked over a whole entire huge container of all of those things like rice and and I'm trying to hold blue back you know from eating all this raw you know whatever grains and stuff and trying to sweep all this up it was a colossal mess so anyway that was my my other part it sounds pretty awesome uh well you had a great way to, to end your week there you also took in the the boys volleyball tournament this weekend where mm-hmm. did they play they played up in uh, at Boulder Creek in at Anthem Creek. which is far that's right by the uh, the train park I've been telling you about. It's Is like it? literally like f- right oh. up there. Yeah. See, where you could have taken Finley mm. um, going on there. You still have not experienced this. Anthem Train Park. If you get a chance, check it out. It's my kid's favorite playground in the entire world. It's pretty awesome. And when I think back on my week last week, it, it was an amazing week. But as uh, me and you were talking at the end of the week, we were going back and forth. And I was just reminding you how fortunate we are to get to do the job we, we do, something that we love. But we also get to experience this with our kids and all the awesome things they get to do and um, talk about it. it was a short week we went wednesday thursday friday and on friday uh, my son his birthday was last week turned the big seven and we sell uh he was a star student so you know you bring in your share bag the students write letters to you uh, your parent comes in and reads a book with you. So I went in there and uh, we read our favorite book, Flying High by Julian Elliman. Same book my daughter read two years uh, prior. Mrs. Willis still remembered it. So it was just so cool to kind of pop in the class and kind of read that story with the class. Had so much fun. And then, yep, Ryan's birthday was on October 2nd. We had our director kind of pop in here and kind of uh, get us our facts right. He's like, he's like, fact boy. So it, it was so cool to kind of pop in there and just have that moment and read with the kids. Um, my wife, her Fridays are pretty crazy. She's in surgery. She's not a doctor, but she does a lot of the research stuff. So, uh, so she's, you know, missed this and then she missed something else. And I was telling you how lucky we are, as, as crazy as it is. And I was running around. You were taking a picture of me in my lab coat. And then my daughter was Scientist of the Week on the same day as well. So I literally went from Scientist of the Week uh, to read into um, read Ryan's class there. And the cool thing about my daughter is she just has so much of a teacher in her. She, she struggles at school sometimes, but she loves – she's actually like a mother to Ryan. She's just strict on him. She watches everything she eats. But she, she just has that teacher in her, and she's just like, it was so fun to kind of just step back and kind of do something. And what we did was Diet Coke and Mint Mentos. And this is something that I did my first year of teaching 11 years ago that really got my sixth grade science students excited. And at this time, I was wearing a poncho. This was before uh, Spangler Science came. Steve Spangler came out with the geyser tubes. So I was literally going like Mythbusters. I had this metal tube <laughs> and like a, a, a playing card, and I would just like slip them out and then they would drop down and like literally spray all over me and the kids loved it and to do that four times in a row i just felt like a magician and i was telling my daughter how cool she was doing this uh four years later uh, or 11 years later i'm like well you're doing this something that i got so excited and it it was a lot cooler we both had our lab coats on i'll be tweeting out those pictures tomorrow it was a busy weekend but Make sure you check out my Twitter page to kind of see some uh, some live videos and all the classes like in the in the pod there. They were coming into me. They're like, "What was the science?" I'm like, "You got to ask my daughter." And then she did such a great job explaining what was the actual science. That's she was awesome. taking questions from the kids, and then she wasn't happy. Some kids were giving some great answers, and she wasn't happy with, with the exact science there. Kids were coming up to her at the end, being like, "Would this work with water?" And it was just so cool to kind of uh, you know to have that moment yeah. like as a parent. Um, as a parent, as a teacher, and uh, I was just so proud of both of my kids and uh, to, to get to experience those moments. Like, you know, those are the things that, you know, we don't make the biggest bucks, but those are the things that, you know, that will stay with us, and they, they truly are priceless. Speaking of priceless, me and you together, one of our Achilles heels, would it be Achilles heel or heel since it would be two, I right? I don't know. Wait, are you going to start talking about something else? Yes. Because you need to add on to what you did when you recorded that. 
Oh yes, oh, I mean yes, that's true. Um, so like, I wanted to get a, a picture of like all the kids' like reactions. So I, I set up a tripod, and I was all excited. I had it all set up nice and perfect. Great reminder there, because um, I want to see like all the kids' faces as they were doing this. I had it set up nice and perfect, and for seven and a half minutes, we 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 set off three Diet Coke two liter bottles. Seven and a half minutes. I just recorded the wall. I mean, so. it was like a rock concert. <laughs> Like, the, I can't believe that this is missed footage because uh, from where I was all the way across campus, I could hear these kids screaming and the excitement. And I was like, I can't wait to see what this looked like. And we'll never know. We will not. And, and <laughs> their faces are priceless. I was watching their faces. I was like, I was like, I got it all. I'm recording this. It's going to be so perfect. I'm going to uh, screenshot some of the pictures of, like, those perfect moments, like, when this happens. And I missed it all. I just recorded a wall. So I, I, I failed it there. But the I, moment I was it. there. I mean, it happened. It was. Uh, bless it, bless Mrs. Yeah. Garcia's heart. She uh, she grabbed some uh, some videos and pictures. So oh. it was uh, it was awesome what she grabs. She saved the day there. Otherwise, I it, it would it would be like if it's not on Twitter, it never happened. I know. So it's true. it did happen. It was awesome. You said you you heard the screams oh and gosh. the shouting across campus. So it it was a hit. So she's definitely raised the bar for scientists of the week in Mrs. Garcia's class. And I just, I just had so much fun. And, but I, I didn't, I totally, I just want to get the classes. Like, I just always want to have that picture of all those kids' faces. And I was just so rushed and, and I, oh man, I'm so still not, upset about that's it. That's so I'm not your <laughs> style though. That would be something I would do. That's the beautiful thing. And I was like, wait, wait, when's it going to flip around? And then nope, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, so great reminder there. I totally missed it there. And another place we almost missed the mark was yes. um, for all week we were getting ready for this. Um, she Maps AU, which is a, a, a drone conference. that they, they do a lot of awesome things about getting girls excited about drone technology in Australia. And we've been going back and forth trying to make sure our time to present was the perfect time. And I'm like, all right, we're going on Friday. And and then you just happen. And I, before I started talking about this, details is not our strong suit no, together. No. And the both of us, like, with that not being our strong suit, we're, we're, we're kind of good with details. And I sent you the screenshot. I'm like, all right, we're, we're going on Friday. We'll do it after Friday. Uh, it will be perfect. We're, we can record the pod on Friday. And you happen to just be <laughs> looking through your emails and saw the time that we were actually uh, – part of this online conference yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, but <coughs> it's Friday in Australia. But the funny thing is, is I don't know if you realize this, but last, our last pod, our last episode, we talk about how we got confused and we thought it was Friday, but then, or we thought it was Thursday, but we realized it was actually Friday and that how we dodged a bullet. Like we talked about this last episode. And so when I heard that, I was like, I wanted to say like, you're wrong. Like you're, <laughs> you're wrong there. And so like, but I just happened to open up, you know, it's, it's, you get a little bit backlogged sometimes in emails and stuff. There's just not enough time to like sit down and sift through everything you need to sift through as a teacher. And so I just happened to have some downtime because my kids were doing a writing, an independent thing. And so I opened that up and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to tell you this. And I was having quite the day that day. My dog got out, you know, and then. Oh, how, my, how did you not share that story? <laughs> that's right. All right, we got to come back to that. My dog got out and then my computer broke again and, you know, and so it was just like one thing after another after another and there was something else there was one other thing that um that I didn't get right and I was just like oh my gosh and then I found out that we were we were presenting the following day and mind you that was Ryan's birthday so I knew you were going to be out of commission it's not like there's a lot of downtime after school you know plus your kids have a lot going on and so I'm like we have to put together a presentation and then I had sent our friend Lori Grabham, you know, previous uh, guest, a message and said, like, are we reading this right? And yes, yes, you're reading it. And she was, I said, you know, what you said, ask her what she's putting together. And she said, well, I wasn't going to do much until I saw, you know, some of these other ones. And we we're like, what? And so like, the scramble of, I mean, but we knew what we wanted to our, do. Our plan was basically just to put our pictures up there. We're like, <laughs> we're going to put our pictures on a, a slide uh, and then go from there. And uh, what you did um, was, was truly amazing. So, you know, long story short, we basically almost showed up to this conference a day, a day late, a day late, a day late when, uh, and then we were so jealous that it was Thursday in the United States and it was fr already Friday morning in Australia. Um, with that, so that that was our our, our failed of the week, and together um, 
we, we carried each other through this and 100%. it was it was gonna be rough but before we go on talking about the edu drone conference you have to uh talk about your your dog getting out oh my gosh so that we, is... we, we come back to school on wednesday we had monday yeah. and tuesday off wednesday's trash day take it away yeah and i had said to my son that morning i, I drop off um, my daughter and her best friend on wednesdays at the high school and so i said all right i'm gonna i'm gonna drop you off while i'm gone you go ahead and pull out the trash cans to the curb and you know then I'm gonna come pick you up and, and then we're gonna hustle out because now I have to be at the school pretty early because I have a whole bunch of kids coming for announcements and I have to get anything I need done done before they get in there um, because that's been a big time commitment well time well spent but still and so Sam was like you know I pulled up and bless his heart he was already out in the front had his bag we closed the garage I'm like did you put the trash out yes I did okay awesome we head off and then I'm at duty and my, I get a call on my phone that I don't recognize. I don't recognize the number. And I'm not going to answer that. You know, It's probably like, can I buy your house or whatever? And so I didn't answer it. We've been over this on previous podcasts. Yeah. Ne never answer a That's random right. number. And so, and plus, like, their dentist is after me because I haven't made an appointment for them yet. It's because of Ella's badminton team. I'm not a bad Hashtag parent. good mom. <laughs> I'm not a bad parent. I just don't know the schedule yet. But anyways, I'm getting there. So I don't answer, and then a text comes through. Hi, this is your neighbor. I have your dog, Blue. And my whole heart sings because I'm like, come on. Not only am I so, I have this moment of like, oh, my gosh, something bad could have happened to my dog, and I feel awful. Then my next thing is I'm going to kill my kid because <laughs> this is clearly his fault. I don't know what happened, but I know that there's no reason that this dog is out. And I'm like, how am I supposed to go home and get the dog, even though I do live so close? But, you know, I have a class full of kids. So Mrs. Bonham is a total rock star. She does duty with me. And I said, my dog, you know, the neighbor just called. So she said, you go. I'll watch your class. And um, so I booked home and the dog was just thinking he was happy as can be. And then here's the back gate wide open so clearly it did not latch after we brought the trailer after Sam brought the trash cans out um, so anyway it was quite a way to start the day it really is and I love the fact that you ended the day and you told Sam what happened and he said I heard it latch yeah. <laughs> and then you heard like clearly it did not latch and then he his did. face just like dropped oh uh, yeah I'm like well and we're very fortunate because I don't know I really don't know where the dog would go. Like, I he, I have no idea what would go through his. Like, sometimes you just kind of know your dog. And, like, we had a dog that would run away during thunderstorms, but he would always come back. But it was like his – he would freak out, and that was just kind of his thing. It was Louie. And um, – but he would find his way back home, and he knew us. But Blue is not like that. I don't know what he would do. I'm not sure. So I'm thankful for the neighbor. And, actually, the son, um, her uh, roommate son – son goes here to our school so uh thank you lincoln to your family for bringing uh making my dog you know safe and getting him home that is awesome that's yeah. a that's a great story we always talk about the power of the community mm -hmm. now was uh your phone number on blue's collar it is okay yeah. all right great great thing there i yeah. don't know if your neighbors had your number there and you just never programmed it into your cell phone i've actually not met this person before that day so we bonded yeah nice well and shout out to mrs bonham covering your back there and you know that's the the power of community that you can go home and and rescue your dog and you don't strangle your kid at yeah. the same time oh my gosh seriously and you know it just it could have my day could have been so much worse right that's the thing I kept saying like it was a rough day but the day could have been so much worse and if that was my dog my dog would be gone I'm pretty sure he'd be in New Mexico Utah by this time and he would just be and he wouldn't even look back I don't think like uh, like we went to the dog park with our friends the other day and their kids like went out to the car to get something and their dog just like sat there like all sad like that they left like the gated area and then my dog, he, he could care less. Like he just does not care. He does not care. And I'm I'm concerned that he would he'd be fine. Like as I'm I don't know if I mentioned this before on the podcast, but he's got like this little clip of his tail that's like kind of curved over, almost like an orca's like once they go in captivity. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that he's he's just meant to be a free bird. You know, he's he's not meant to be like contained by cinder block walls. And he's like, let me out of here. I need to be free. And you know, happy ending for your story. Kudos totally. uh, to your neighbor. And I mean, this could have gone a lot worse. So bad. Could have been so bad. 
I mean, you could have lost a kid and uh, and and a dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on from there. That I mean, this is this is this is our lives. This is why we need a reality crew just following us around twenty four seven to capture all these moments as parents, as teachers, and not just filming the backside of a wall. That's true. I agree. Uh, with that being said, so the EDU drone conference was awesome. So we were a part of this five or there five uh, speakers, right? I, uh, well, there were f- four of us, There was right? four, yeah. So there was someone, uh, there's two people from Florida, uh, two people from Florida, Lori from Arizona. So yeah, there's two people from Florida, two people from Arizona. Yeah, and then, wait, two guys and then Lori and us. So that's technically five, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And it was so cool. Um, one was a college professor at the University of Central Florida, UCF Knights. They were here for the Fiesta Bowl last year. And the cool thing was the fact that he's been into drones for like 40 years and he kind of like did something with the first like Google Earth patent and like those photos. And he was a character. He was like hilarious the whole time. It was so much fun. And his knowledge about these things, I was just like blown away about the things he was talking about, the history of like drones and kind of went through and like processing all these images and kind of like what they're doing with the Amazon. It was was just so cool. Yeah, he was really cool. And I thought that was so interesting about the drones how he's like it's always been in our nature to basically want to capture pictures from above and like showed us the you know the, the birds the pigeons yeah. like in wars like so taking pictures crazy. and so so crazy um, what was the other one was, it was a hot air balloon yeah like... from a hot air balloon and then even um what was he talking about uh the wright brother who had put a camera up there and then I think those are most the original of GoPros. Yeah, the GoPros. But it was, it was crazy cool. And then, and he, he also was just did so fun with to listen NASA. to and yeah, like the history. Quirky. Like, yeah. He was a fun guy. Um, but yeah, it, it, but brilliant. I mean, that guy is on a different level, right? Just yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So, like, you're <laughs> listening to these people and you're like, oh my gosh, like, how were we lucky enough to get invited to this just because. You know, these people Twitter. are just doing crazy cool things. Yeah. But, I mean, I will say, you know, ours had a, a, a solid place there. Like, it made sense, and it was a perfect, like, contribute uh, contribution to that. But it just felt so crazy. And then the guy with the geo bus. Yeah. Well, then, like, and then so Lori Graben followed up after that. Yeah. And Lori was still at work. She had her official headset on there. she was Janet Jackson. And, you know, I absolutely loved our podcast that we had with Lori. And I don't even think we really comprehended all the cool things that she's doing mm-hmm. and, like, how, like, you know, an idea to start a hack wars, how that's actually been implemented and like how many years that was, you know, four years ago uh, for that to kind of go into practice. And people are just blown away by like what she's doing with American Airlines yeah. and, you know, her story. I just absolutely loved uh, kind of how she shared her story. And as I was listening to it, just like watching her, I was just even more blown away, just even from sitting down from her. Cause I don't think like we, I don't know if we did a good job asking questions about what she did or even processing like what a big deal she is you know and uh it was just so cool to kind well, of we didn't, we hear her know speak what to ask her like the stuff that she shared i'm like we do we talk to her a lot like yeah. we ask her a lot of stuff but like there's so much that that so much experience and so many things that are just like big wow crazy big things yeah so Lori, Lori, great great job what she did and yeah. people were just really blown away by her and then there was another gentleman from florida and they have a geo bus yeah which kind of travels around central florida and they introduce kids to a lot of uh it was they say? maps apps and drones yeah maps apps, which and i drones. was like i wonder how you picked those three things but it was really cool i guess because of their the mapping that they're doing with those drones um and then i i didn't catch are they creating apps for those i was not sure but um the play while they were doing stuff in belize yeah and then yeah so then that kind of goes into so they're introducing kids to the telos kind of what we use Uh, we talked about the ease of the telos and like all the cool things you can do but then and then he just came back from somewhere like in the bahamas or the the keys remember he was on that island he was like here i was last week mapping this like or is that in belize i thought that was in belize oh, maybe but was in belize. i am not good with details so I'd and so wrong. and then so he's been doing a lot of outreach with drones yeah. and this one 
this one young kid just like came to that first thing because there's nothing to do with the library and he's like oh we'll, we'll check this out and now he's like this big deal in belize for like mapping things for belize like the the coastline um, erosion i think they're doing a lot of things with erosion yeah. how to save houses um in this one town what was the name of that town it had a cool name to that town it did and i totally oh, don't remember God, what I'm it blanking was on that town. it was really a cool and then how they put these things in there and didn't look like they were saving this house but they, they did save this house from erosion and kind of like what you're doing uh, with the drone technology and getting these kids and and they use the DJI Phantoms and it was just such a cool story of like you know these kids there and introducing them to this technology and their big thing was the lower income uh, students and introducing them what they could do with this and this this one kid he shared that story about what a big deal he was and now he's doing all this stuff with government officials. Well, and then. They were talking about, do you remember, there was like, they said a phrase and they said, oh, we keep coming back to this phrase. And it was something like, it's not about the drones. Um, that that they're, all of these people, their mission is not necessarily about drones. Well, I mean, some of them are, but uh, it's more like you want to get kids excited and give them all of these skills and um, it's just one method to get them to like think critically and like to give them marketable skills or whatever and it's kind of like that hook into steam and all of that um, and that very much resonated with us I think because you know drones is one aspect of it and that you know we do drones because we want to uh, give them another opportunity and show them all these opportunities that are out there but then that's just like it's not about the drones it's like what you can do with that and like where those can take you and all of the um, skills that you'll build with that but the stuff they're doing in Belize I was kind of thinking like oh my gosh like that is I don't remember it was like what are the air um what were they making like like sandbags but it was like was it filled with like air or something remember the things that they were saving the houses with and they had them like in the water or on the yeah, so coastline the erosion yeah there. but what is that that they had even used like it was something i'd never heard of before but it wasn't sandbags but it was like the equivalent of that and knowing like how far out that you're going to need that to be able to help with the erosion but then i've never heard of that technology and i'm like oh that's fascinating but you know i mean i feel like we were just both just riveted you know yeah and, and the best part you know classic us like you know the week prior they're like all right log in test your connection and then as teachers you just get so busy like you said the influx of emails and i'm like oh drop drag this into my maps box and you're like where's all the links here i'm like i'm like it's on our calendar and then you know you talk about like a crazy week you know it's a three-day week it was thursday i was expecting this on friday then i was taking mckenzie to dance then all of a sudden a play date like matriculated out of nowhere is matriculated a Ooh, word i love that word. um matriculation no, we're gonna um, go with, it is a word i just don't know if you use it there but i say we do all right we'll go for it uh, mrs o can correct me if i'm wrong um with that being said so then literally we're supposed to be in this thing at 4 25 i'm like all right i'm going and then i dropped sam off and then i was and then i was grabbing a scooter and it was just insane i'm like all right log into my computer then we'll walk over and then we'll get there and you're like i don't know where the link is i was like, so we didn't know how to get in there. Like. I, you know, we're so close at that point. <laughs> oh. And after not knowing the day that it was going to be, I feel like sometimes like we're like the bad news bears, but we always we always make it work. Like we do. And that it's makes me like, nervous when you say that. Okay, there, well, there's going to be something that's going to come up short. No, I mean, it, it works. I mean, we, it's just those kinds of things. It's just like, uh, oh, my gosh, it's like this is going wrong. This is going wrong. But it worked out. It was fine. It was totally It was fine. awesome. And so yeah. you get 10 minutes. So you get 10 minutes to kind of uh, uh, give your spiel. And for me and you, me and you can talk for 10 minutes about why is the sky blue. And we can talk for 10 minutes in there. And we're like, oh, my goodness. That means like five minutes apiece. We're, we're, we felt handcuffed right out of the gate there. And we did an awesome, you know, you did a great job. You are a picture hoarder. You are amazing at saving all these pictures, and we created this awesome slides. It's up there. We should share it on uh, Twitter. Uh, just kind of show like uh, what we did and kind of share there, and it's just cool, so cool. Kind of sharing our students' stories between Moxie Girls, International Drone Day, our part, uh, our partnership with Flight Factory, the APS grant. And, you know, I think our energy kind of came off and they were just like, you know, me and you were just so excited and we, we love to present 
and we thought we were like the last ones you know part of them like maybe they just moved us to the back you know to you know to kind of close it out and i think they were like blown away about just our passion about stem and everything that we do and it was just so cool because when me and you like do these things we get such a high because like we love like the impact it has on others and just to share that story and like kind of where we started and you know, where we want to go yeah and i mean that's the thing like we love to share our stories we love to share our stories and they were so that's why we love twitter as i know that's true um they were so kind to us like the people that were running that and uh so welcoming and just very much made us feel uh, that what we had to share was a value and, you know, and that was really like, you don't always get to be invited to things like this. And so we feel incredibly grateful. And they were so kind about, you want to talk about the email? Uh, they want, yeah, they were so excited about, um, you know, me and you, again, details, we don't pay attention to this. Their big thing was diversity, diversity in drones. So they were very strategic about having a 50-50 split between males and females. There was 40 presenters. I don't know if me and you together count as one presenter or how that worked. Well, we're 50-50 anyway. So. Yeah, so it worked out good. Um, but so it was so cool when they sent that email. So much we talked about was, you know, diversity with the Moxie girls and introduce them to the soft skills and kind of what these sophomore girls are doing now. They're already taking uh, the AP uh, computer science uh, principles test, which, you know, a lot of these kids would never take. And they already have this on their college application. It's already going to set them up so much. And it was just so cool when they kind of like talked about we did this on purpose and like hearing what you guys are doing but not only with moxie girls but introduce it to all students yeah. as well like within our stem classes yeah and i i just i felt really really um pumped when we were done just because and that we and the best part was that we got invited to come back yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know what listen now we we kind of have seen how this all works and you know we get better and better every time we get to do something another time and um but it was just we just left and we were we got no time to decompress about this whole thing it was like it happened and then we had to leave and but we just both were just glowing because we just felt so proud of like the journey of that and the um you know even just when you look at our slides and you see all this stuff that we've been able to do it's just like a, oh man you know you forget that stuff and it was really totally. like so, so many so of those cool. pictures that you uh you drummed up there i was like whoa i forgot about this and yeah. this picture is so cool and so it just really felt good and you know the big thing about us is you know we've talked about this for the last couple of weeks kind of leading up to this um this presentation this drone conference was we felt like we didn't belong. We're like, we're like, we're not even on par with some of these people. Obviously, I mean, we're talking NASA, we're talking college professors, we're talking American Airlines, and that was just on our day, you just know. Day. And so, like me and you, now we need to go back. We want to listen to the drone blocks presentations, but I just loved all of them. Like, I, I felt like it. such a better person to kind of understand what was going on. Um, both of our kids were featured um, between Ella and Ryan. Um, Sophie Grabham was a big feature of our presentation. Mackenzie was in there, so it's so cool that our own kids were in there, but as well as all of these SV students. Mm -hmm. And I, as a, as a parent, as a teacher, as an educator, the one thing about me and you, we're best friends. We, we, we always celebrate, like, you know, like the things that we do together, and we never waver from who we are. That's and true. who we are, I don't know how you define it, but we're crazy, we're yeah. excited, we're passionate. Um, we go against the grain, you know, any well, other like, picture. yeah, <laughs> any other thing you can kind of think about. Everyone oh. has these like professional, like, you know, photography pictures. We got your Christy cassette picture and we have my Twitter profile picture where I'm doing a science experiment, like dropping a knowledge bomb, but that's who we are. And like, that's what we sent in and they morphed our pictures together. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like the best the picture best ever. ever. And I was so excited, uh, that we had our pictures kind of put together there and, you know, leading up to this, we're just like, you know, Lori was like, she's like, you are perfect. This is what you guys do. Yeah, and, Lori was so great. And like all the questions, like, they kind of came back to like, you know, like so many, they, all these people that were attending this online conference were just asking us questions about programming the drones, what we would use, what we would recommend. Uh, all the comments were just so positive about so like what positive. we're doing. So many parents that, you know, had daughters and they were so excited to kind of hear. Uh, what you're doing with Moxie Girls and kind of what we started to kind of start that conversation. And you just kind of feel reaffirmed like when yes, you do these like kind of totally. cool things. That is the best way to describe it. Well, and I just, I just really felt um, totally welcome to be ourselves with them. Like 
they never the people running that um they never asked us to be anything that we weren't it wasn't like they tried to stick us in a stuffy position um ever and they just embraced what we were like and like loved the energy and i i'm super grateful for that we did bring our energy we, we, we were so geeked <laughs> and it was the up end of the like... day and like oh my gosh we had so many cra- i mean you we couldn't even get into your classroom anyway because you had coding club in here that was taking your class but it was just all of these things and then still we just you know get to do it our way and it was just such a great experience and then it just makes you excited too about like uh all the things that we've done and then to know that you know for us we always know that that journey's not done like that's just where we are right now and then you know next year you know we'll have different things to share and you know it's just that's a cool feeling to know that it's not a stagnant like you know one and done kind of thing yeah, I, I had a blast, and and again, from us, no matter what we do, we're always gonna do us, and that's that's kind of our mantra, mantra, mm-hmm. mantra. Yeah, both. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go mantra. <laughs> um, but it just it was just so much fun, and we get such a high. Like we love like when we do presentations, because you know when you come to a PD with us, it's not gonna be your normal PD. It's Amen not, to that. It's not your grandmother's PD. No, it's gonna be. Right. It's gonna have our own. She uh, may be really good at it. You know, we, we we say we laneify things, and we're still working on your Schofieldify things you know or try to put our own touches I mean the announcements are one thing as well but it was it was just so good to kind of feel in a, from an international community yeah. and how excited like what students were doing on our campus and I, I just I just had so much I can't get over because it it's like there's so much anxiety leading up to it and the pressure and when we get in there it's like you know we always say I always say this about my daughter like I'm always nervous for every dance competition. I'm like, does she know the moves? Is she gonna be the one that messes up? But when the lights are the brightest, she like she shines the brightest, and that's kind of what I always feel about us. Yeah. When the second we go on in front of adults, kids, like when the the lights are the brightest, that's when we shine the most. Yeah, we've always got that. We've always got that. But I do. Uh, I I definitely feel like it was just one of those that I I don't know where that's gonna lead, but I do feel like it's gonna be something that we always look back at and know like oh yeah that, that was meant to be like we were supposed to do that for some reason i don't know why because it totally again fell into our laps totally and again we don't know where the year is going to take us from here we're yeah. just living day to day people that's right well it was a big uh, big wrap up with the edu drone conference it was it was amazing but not as amazing as your genius hour projects Do you oh want to kind of touch on your end of the quarter genius hour projects? well they've only just started doing them but um so for the genius hour projects we set those up actually i think i started doing them not intending for them to be what they have turned into be so um when i first started doing them the first year i didn't do it for every quarter that i taught stem but um i did it for like the second two and it was because mr foot wanted to have some extra things at steam night and so I, the class that I had that, that, that time, I just said, well, you know, let's do your genius hours for that. And it was such a huge, huge hit um, that I decided that the, last year we would do it every quarter and these kids would present their genius hour projects. So basically genius hour projects are, they pick. Um, it's some, a concept that comes from Google. Yeah. So, so it's why don't like you explain a, that part? It's an 80, 20 kind of like map up. And like you think of Twitter, Twitter, I think Jack Dorsey, I think, I don't know if he's the CEO of Twitter or like something like uh, like Google Maps came out of this Genius Hour concept. And so Google said like, you know, you work like, you know, four days a week on, you know, your your jobs, your projects at work. And then you take one day for something that you're passionate about. So it's like your passion and power. So it's your Genius Hour project. And you can kind of get to choose. And just from Google, like, you know, so many schools are starting to incorporate these Genius Hour projects. And, you know, all these cool things came out of someone just being passionate about what they want to do. And then what your students, it was just, I mean, I had my whole class up here watching one of your students do his Genius Hour project. And, you know, it's when, when kids have the opportunity to be passionate, they do do amazing things. As my son is walking around showing us, um, what app is that? Um, uh, it's an app that, oh, Gift Gab. And he's creating his own Gift Gabs. He's, he's pretty passionate about those. And That's true. you might hear him chuckle in the back, but go on about uh, your students. Yeah, so this year, Um, I tried to introduce it earlier to kind of give them time to mull it over what they wanted to do. And I, you know, they, it's, it's funny because some kids know what they're passionate about. And then some kids, they want you to tell them 
what to do. They just, they'll do a project. They just want you to tell them what to do. And this is one of those things that that's part of the journey. Like that's part of the whole project is like, well, I can't tell you what you're interested in. Only you know, but I can tell you here are some possibilities that you could look into. Which of these things like kind of set a bell off for you? And, um, but the ones that did theirs last week, cause we had two kids that actually were ready to go. And Brady, uh, our scooter boy Brady, who we've talked about on an, uh, on our pod a couple times, but he is amazing, and he does scooter um, competitions. And you said he goes to like a scooter camp in right? California, California last two summers. And so he's and he'd be great. We're trying to get him to get his uh, scooter podcast going, and we think is. that would be would be a huge hit among kids he is just but he like he is so so passionate about it so if i give him a project and it can incorporate scootering he will go above and beyond and he has and so like he did a podcast on it for when i did the podcast um assignment in stem and then this one was all about so that's what he's doing is was talking about momentum and how many pushes uh you know when he's doing the the Tail jumps flip. and all that yeah like how it affects it and now, if you don't know what a tail flip is it's like when you ride up and you jump and then the scooter swings around and then you land it and it's pretty awesome i did not know it was called a tail flip so yeah <laughs> uh, I, I may have got that wrong but no I, 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 it sounds I, like it's right because that's basically that's exactly what's happening so he did his on friday and you know like bless his mom like she had to drop all the stuff off and she's supporting this whole thing and you know I just that's the thing you know I really appreciate is the parent support and things like this letting supporting their kids supporting their kids doing these things like in a capacity that it takes some effort on their part so I really appreciate that Brady's mom thank you very much for doing that and so Brady was a star because uh, second grade was out on the playground and they came running over and they all watched him and they were cheering and it was crazy cool and you know for his peers to see these things that, I mean kids don't get a chance to show their talents I mean you opened up a can of worms this this week on announcements which we can talk about that in a second about talents but um so that was his genius hour project and so we watched that and then Matthew he did this really cool one and mind you right I told you I I rolled it out like weeks ago to kind of let them have time to kind of marinate on an idea but Matthew like the day the next day or a couple days later he brought all of his materials in and has at any downtime he had for RTI or um, during my STEM class he's been building this because he was so excited about it and it's called what did he call it what did Max call it too an electromagnetic accelerator I think is what it is and it is the most insanely cool thing and um, I, I can't do it justice but basically I have that on my Twitter page as well and there's a video showing it awesome video you gotta it, check that out it really is so cool and but the kids were completely blown away and when I ha give them a genius hour project they have to they have to do the project and they have to present it. So that's two parts of it. Then they have to explain the science behind it. And he knew his science and those kids were just like completely blown away by what he was doing and it sparked a lot for them. So I'm really curious to see what they do this week. We have all kinds of stuff. Like someone's doing an art pendulum thing, like a painting thing. Um, one person is really into photography and her mom is a, a police officer. And so she went to... Um, a protest and was going to take pictures and she was going to talk about how photography can evoke emotions and like have pictures for people to look at to say like well what does this bring like what does this make you think and like show about how you can use photography to invoke certain emotions which I think is incredible. Wow this kid might, might be earning the next Pulitzer Prize. Uh, she's awesome she's really awesome and like you know just by having conversations she's like this is what I really love I love photography and so we kind of had a conversation and uh, you know that's basically where it led and it was it, I'm really excited to hear and then like two of the girls I don't know if they're gonna be, it's a big undertaking but they want to make a pinball machine so we'll see but they only have this week so we all know that that takes some time it does take some time all right well that's uh that's pretty awesome there I can't wait to see what this week we're gonna check in again next week now you also you've been studying um, genes traits I love what you posted on Friday 
with the, uh, what strips were those? Oh, the PTC. The PTC mm-hmm. for the, the kids that were positive, negative for that. And some of their pictures and their oh faces were, were just priceless. I had so many too. And I, you know, Twitter Well, tell us what you. those are. So, well, okay. So I knew you were gonna put me on the spot like that. So basically there's these little strips or they're, te- they're uh, taste tester strips and they have this PTC, which is some kind of, a, I don't even, I mean, it's like a, there was a long clinical name for it. It's like pheno something. I wrote it down too. Um, I just put it in my digital newsletter. But it's like a chemical, right? And um, and they you can either taste it or you can't. You either have the gene to taste it or you don't have that gene. And what was so cool is it's like a very bitter taste. So if you taste it, you really taste it. So it's like watching the kids all doing this together and if you don't you're staring at everybody going like is this supposed to taste like paper like they're genuinely so confused and it was such a cool thing but you know with that they're doing a whole bunch of traits like they're looking if they have a hitchhiker's thumb a widow's peak all these things things even just like yeah the earlobes or like how you when you I just noticed that your earlobes are attached I have never noticed that and our our yours are aren't they yeah they're attached they're not no Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I see that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is so, that called? What? When your earlobes are attached. Attached earlobes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought there was like some like no, technical name for that. No, there's no technical okay. name. Okay. <laughs> at least I don't know. Maybe Carla. Carla is our right, go-to Ryan, person. Come here. I want to look at your earlobes now. Oh, now Ryan, he does not have attached earlobes. Ah, oh, there you go. So look at this. Yeah, exactly. So they were fascinated. But like when you clasp your hands, which thumb do you put over? I left one. Yeah, and see, that's a genetic thing. So I always clasp with my right, my th- right thumb over. Or just opposites. It's, uh, it's, it's, that's a yin and yang. It's like, perfect. <laughs> so um, that's why we're best friends. But that's why, and like even like how you cross your arms. So like if you when you do your arms, which one do you put on top? Like which one feels more comfortable? So it's pretty fascinating. Like one feels more comfortable than the other. Yeah. Um, so the kids had a blast with this, and they love genetics. They love genetics because. It's all about them, you know, and like you want kids engaged, and, that's what it and all of a, I know, and all of a sudden you get to talk about them. I will tell you, my best part was Hannah, who you, I think you have Hannah or had Hannah, um, amazing kid, she's like just the most awesome kid, and she's been dying to know how she got red hair because there was no redhead person in her family, and she kept saying, "How do I have red hair?" And I kept saying, "Wait till we do Punnett squares, and I will show you how that works out." And so we get there to that part, and all of a sudden it's like. A huge light bulb moment for her to understand like how that happens and kids that have blue eyes but their parents didn't like they've been asking for like pretty much this whole beginning of the year and it was like oh my gosh like I had kids that were supposed to leave to go help out with the student store and like Eva have you had Eva I don't think so. I love that kid so she said so they go Eva we have to go and she goes well we're learning about Punnett squares and I've been dying to learn about this so I'm not going and I was like I love that and I said you know I'll try and but you know get it so that you can do both but it was just so cool because this is like such an aha moment for them you know and it's been like you know the other years too and so I love teaching this lesson it's so much fun and the pictures. You didn't even talk about the pictures, like how like detailed and how awesome those oh, pictures their, came out. Oh, their, their artwork. Yeah. yeah. So I will use it the strips. So then I got right. confused. But yeah, so well, they had well, to take an inventory. Tell us what an allele is. So an allele is what. So basically, you get an allele from your mom and your dad, and it's it's basically you know kind of your traits. It's it's what you're going to see from a person, right? So, um, you know, if you have so when we talked about what the difference between a gene is, a gene is like your category, right? It's like so a gene is your eye color, and then the allele would be like blue eyes or brown eyes or whatever it's what you know we're actually going to see and so we were talking about that and like they had to I got mirrors out of course or they're like can I pull my phone out that's fine okay so then they had to do a self-portrait and they had to pick eight genes to focus on and then they had to write the corresponding alleles for that so it was kind of like them paying attention to all these different things and then you know I'll tell you though they really have to think about what you know the genes are because you can do eye color and you can do hair color and then you kind of are like "Uh, what else do we write you know and then you have to think you know like your uh like your torso length is one and your skin texture I mean your hair texture is one and like there's all of these different things so they're like that's for that's a gene and so like the conversation and their artwork oh my gosh like 
I was completely blown away. The two that I sent you, I'm I'm pretty sure you could figure out who those two are. I mean, it's like spit an image of both of them. And um, but then even some of the girls, like I put some in the digital newsletter, and like they are these spectacular pieces of art that I'm like I mean you could pass these down like in a family like they're just that kind of beautiful and I just am always floored by that you know the effort that goes into that and their their understanding of like how they look and you know whatever it was truly amazing like if you have not seen them check out uh, Christie's Mrs. Schofield's Twitter page. She posted some pretty amazing pictures. Are you gonna be posting some more? Uh, you have a plethora of. I feel like you gotta post some more of these pictures. I do like, have. I have some real stellar ones because yeah, I have. I have about four more. I'm telling you, Twitter sometimes handcuffs me with the the whole the picture. Pictures. Yeah, because I'm not gonna go in and do a collage and all that. I don't have time for that. Well, you, you could know? do like a, a, your, your a, a thread. thread. You could do your thread. You could I, do a thread. You know, like you. Uh, one time I'm gonna surprise you. That way you could do like you know twelve pictures and three tweets. That's there, true. You know, I should do that. Be like some more here. One and, day, one day. But the, the pictures are truly, truly amazing. I mean, and, and we covered so much here, but it is that time. You never know how things are going to go. You know, we're going to roll this out. Uh, Ryan has attended, I think, this is his third podcast we recorded, and uh, he, he's been a trooper, and he's been waiting for his moment. So we're going we're gonna to roll out five minutes with my man, Ryan Scientist. Well, we got our man, Ryan Scientist here. Ryan, how old are you? Seven. You're seven. What grade are you in? First. You're in first grade. Who's your teacher? Miss Willis. And? Miss Perry. Miss Perry. So Ryan's in a unique kind of uh, setup here. He has Mrs. Perry, who's going to be in there all year, and he loves Mrs. Perry and Mrs. Willis. Now, what's the best thing about Mrs. Willis? That's a hard question. Ooh. Why is that a hard question? Because she might listen to this? Or there's just so many good things to say. There's so many good things to say. I think your grade just went up, young man. I'm going to make sure Mrs. Willis listens to this. Now, what do you love about school? Tell me your favorite subject in school. Math. Math? I thought it was lunch. You always tell me you love lunch. Lunch. All right. <laughs> what, why, do, why do you love lunch? Speak louder into the mic here, bud. Uh... Not, not too close. <laughs> what do you love about lunch? Tell us what you love about lunch. Just talk. Talk. Because you get to eat. Okay. All right. Too much there. So you get to eat. All right. So Ryan is uh, an epic reader. He loves to read. How many books do you think you read a night? 3,000 and That's a big number. We better go back to math and work on some things there. Now, stop doing that. Now, can you tell some facts about the Titanic? You've been reading about the Titanic a lot. What can you teach our listeners about the Titanic? Um, Talk in the mic. It was called the um, a floating palace, the wonder ship, and the Titanic. And the Titanic, obviously. Why did it sink? Because it hit a ginormous um, iceberg, so it falled in some of the greatest people were on it wow. do you know about any of the people that were on it um i know some of the bestest scientists were on oh, it jeez yeah so he loved and some people that was um the president were on that wow george washington and albert einstein was on there I love it, Ryan. I love, I love when you read. You, you are, you're always teaching people. Now, what, what were you teaching Mrs. Willis about yesterday? Were you teaching her about the red kangaroos? When they see danger, they'll go at you and kick you, and they can collapse your ribs apart. Wow. wow, the red kangaroo. So if you're out there, be careful the red kangaroo. Mrs. Willis is always telling me these, these fun facts you're telling her about books that you read. Now, do you get excited when you teach people about these things? Because I always get excited. I'm like, Ryan, you just taught me that. I'm so excited. Do you like teaching people about things you read? Yeah. Now, Mrs. Schofield just gave you a big bin of books. What book did you get most excited about this that she just gave you? Ryan. There's a book about Ryan? Okay. All right. There's a book about Ryan there. Now, Ryan, what do you love to do in your free time? 
Legos. Legos. Legos are your thing. Because you can make science and build and make chemistry with it. Nice. Well, now, I heard you woke up. Did you wake up at 6.30 this morning and go right to building a Lego set? Or is that 6 o'clock? What time did you get up today? 1.30. 1.30. And what, what did you build at 1.30? Um, a Lego set. What kind? Tell us. On the Dilophosaurus Escape Shop. Can you say that again for our listeners? The Dilophosaurus Escape Shop. All right, and that's from the Jurassic Park movie. And how many minifigs did it come with? Uh, three. Three? No, four, because that counts the, the, the Dilophosaurus. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. you got to have that in there. Ryan loves Legos. He has a huge Lego table, just bins of Legos <laughs> everywhere. And we're always building. I'm, I'm mostly cleaning up and organizing his Legos, but he, he loves building Legos in his free time. Now, what's your next big Lego set that you want to get? Because you always get your eyes on your next Lego set. Titanic. There's a Titanic Lego set? Oh How many pieces? Uh, 3,020. 3,020. Wow. How many hours do you think it would take to build that? One. One hour. Wow. Let's wow. Sam help you? No? You're going to do it without him? Now, you've, you've gotten to a, a fun point in the Legos game that you're building sets all Actually, about. 25 hours. 25 hours? Okay. All right, you've gotten to a fun point where you're building these Lego sets by yourself. Now, how does that feel? Thumbs Good. up? Well, people can't see a thumbs up at home there. Good. Now, is it true you've been starting to make a couple cameos on the Sierra Verde uh, announcements? Is that true? Now, how did that all come about? Uh... You just show up and say, I'm going to be on the announcements? I heard you've been doing... Yeah, the... yeah. So I heard you've been doing the, the directing behind behind the camera you've been doing the camera work and you've also been showing up for like the jokes and everything yeah now do people recognize you when they see you on the announcements yeah what do they say Ryan's on the announcements okay I you, think I you think, got to be on for your birthday yeah that's right you did and we got to sing to you and you how'd your friends like the chicken dance uh Okay, I, I think we're going to end it there. Well, Ryan, will you come back on the podcast again sometime? Yeah. All right, well, we're excited. We'll be keeping you up. I, I like to tell many Ryan stories. Uh, it was a pleasure having you on here. I can't wait to see what you are. Okay, again, sorry okay. about that. All right, well, people, keep changing the world. Have a great week. It's the Thank last you. week of the first quarter. Thank you, Ryan. Okay. And me at a positive proton.